we live, baby. Welcome to the Self-Medicated Podcast. We are here. This is Monday, April 12th. Oh, 420. Shit. Happy 420, niggas. Yeah. Happy f- motherfucking 420. Quarantine 420. This is your Self-Medicated Podcast. Uh, I am your host, the Wayfair, a.k.a. Trialim, a.k.a. Young Quentin Quarantino. Uh, I am here with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, Justin in the building. I'm keeping it intimate today. We've, we've been having guests over the last few weeks, so uh, this week is just, it's just the homies. It's just niggas. Time to get toxic. Time to get toxic. Toxic takes. <laughs> but first, how are you doing? How are you feeling? How's this week been for you? Man, I'm happy to be here. Had a great week. It was real easy, real chill. No complaints. Anything uh, exciting happened to you this week? Yeah, but I can't talk about it. Understood. Uh, Political uh, connects. Yeah. Say less. (laughs) I had a pretty decent week as well. It's the first week. Uh, It's just an interesting week at work, I guess. But yeah, it's been a pretty chill week. No complaints, really. One thing that happened is I'm I am totally against all of these like Google Hangouts with friends and shit. I understand the You're family one. It. Yeah, I'm that's just stupid. You need to fuck with your birthday one? Uh <laughs> so I'll get to that. So first of so for the most part, like the family ones are cool, I think, because it's family. Like it right. makes sense to like connect and say hi. But I don't like doing that shit with friends. Because we're not doing I am literally doing exactly what I would be doing without you niggas on the screen. So I and I just feel obligated to narrate what I'm doing because otherwise, what's the fucking point? Like, call me. You know what I mean? Like, why do we need to share what we're? I don't know. It's just weird to me. I will say that my birthday one was fun, and it got fun once I got drunk as fuck. Because then I, I was drunk, so it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty decent. Other ones that I've been on are just kind of like, I-, I see you in your living room. <laughs> you know, like it's like it's just oh no, it's just kind of awkward and weird because yeah. I don't really like the video element of it puts pressure in my mind to do something right, like mm-hmm. physically be doing something. Because just doing this, looking at the screen, that just feels weird. Like, I don't see. What I do is I usually do it on my laptop, and that way I just get the small screen, and I'll just be doing shit. Do other like shit. I'm looking at the screen. Got you, yeah. And when I need to chime in, I'll chime in. That makes sense. I mean, that's how I do my work meetings. <laughs> that's Honestly. Same, yeah. That's the yeah. best approach. Because I feel you. It is like pressure to feel like you need to participate or pay attention. Yeah. Even though that shit be kind of boring. It is. It's 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 just awkward. I don't know. Maybe I'll get used to it. I mean, we're probably all gonna have to get used to new new norm. Yeah, new normal. I hate Even that term we, so much. Even when things go back, it still might be a. That's true. Part of things. That is very true. Uh, that's what I don't know if I spoke about it here, but that was one of the things that like a side effect of the quarantine that I'm not too excited about is. Like, I think as a society, we've already been kind of pushed into communicating digitally and like having relationships with people, but not really people, like their digital footprint, so, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, their, their online personality. And I feel like now we're, we're pushing that process along a little faster and I'm not too excited about that. I think we were already kind of detaching from each other as a society. And now 
this is going to exacerbate it a little bit. And I'm not too excited about that. And that's weird coming from me because I don't fuck with people, bro. I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be around motherfuckers for real. I don't want to hang out. I don't, <laughs> I don't really, I'm not that like social person. See, I would compare you, yourself to me. I would assume you were more outgoing and social and than I am. I think I am. Yeah, <laughs> but even with so that. And also, <laughs> also, I like fucking with the people I like fucking with, and that's that list is so small. It may also seem that I don't f- like I fuck with the people I fuck with, and but other niggas, other niggas, I'm not. I don't, I don't want to, and I also am to the point in life where I don't want to know anyone else. I don't want. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> like the time it takes for me to evaluate. Like, oh shit, you're a dope ass person. And I want you in my life. I don't have time for, to cultivate that. I really or energy. I, I have time now, but, <laughs> but I don't have the energy. Yeah, I don't have the energy to do that because I. It's really hard for me to really give a fuck, bro. It really is. I remember reading it takes a lot. about that where like people in general, men in particular, they tend to isolate themselves and not gain new friends and continue to follow through in the relationships they have as they get older or in relationships they had as they get older mm. end up like isolating themselves and just having their partner be like their main source of interacting with someone and like it'll say how depressed they end up being if say their partner passes away or mm. they get a divorce or some shit and with that knowledge in mind I try to cultivate and maintain current relationships and try to start new ones yeah, which isn't easy, like you said, because you really kind of have to care. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> care. To care about a stranger. <laughs> and I don't want to be disingenuous and like make someone think I care, and I really, <laughs> right, <laughs> like, like really don't. I thought I cared. That's the that's the other thing about like with women. Obviously, I have my girlfriend, but even if I wanted to cheat, I wouldn't, because I don't have the energy to get that vulnerable with another woman. Are you what? I don't have the energy for all that. You know how exhausting it is? Plus, black men don't cheat, so that's not that's, So it's out of the question anyway. So, like, this way, it's just wow. So it's ridiculousness <laughs> is what it is. Speaking of the quarantine, though, you seen uh, Florida is opening their beaches back up? That shit is going to be Fucking Florida, bro. What are they do? What are they thinking? Are they dead? So I'm guessing it's desperation. They need some money. Tourism money. Yeah, they need. They. I mean, Florida. Spring break money got fucked all the way up. Yep. And then it's summertime, so like people do probably come to Miami, Florida. Period. During the summer, yeah. So they're desperate, but god damn, bro, you literally. (laughs) They are literally signing death certificates, and that's. I mean, that's cool. But damn, like, if I was like an evil person, I'd figure out how to profit off of this. I don't know what that would look like, but there's going to be some way to profit off of it because it's going to be some kind of outbreak because there's going to be so many people coming. There's going to be a bunch of dumb people coming in. And since clearly they already don't care, they're going to be real reckless. There's going to be a whole bunch of people in the hospital, people sick. So. We need to invent a waterproof mask or something so that folks can get like in the pool. <laughs> Sell that on the beach. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're thinking. This is, I, I know nothing. I'm not a health expert. I'm not an economist. But this is dumb. This doesn't make sense. It's because of Trump, man. Is it because of Trump? He's giving them, he's, he told them, I'm going to leave it up to the governors to decide when you can open things back up. 
But that's it's not on just because he's let, he's letting them decide. And if he didn't he, say that, I feel like some people wouldn't taken these liberties. And he's also encouraging people because you know it's like yeah four three or four places where people are protesting that they yeah. can't go outside. Yeah, it shows he's a dumb motherfucker. But also, isn't that illegal to protest? It's a gathering of more than ten. But they're protesting not being able to It's so weird. It's so weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. Like. Uh, Trump set the precedent that hey, it's okay if y'all want to go ahead and open shit up. I, like it's almost like the inverse of you ain't got to go home, but you gotta get the fuck out of here, right? Like y'all ain't got to open up, but you can if you want to. And I guess hold on, ain't Andrew Gillum supposed to be the fucking go- governor of Florida? No, he lost. But I'm saying he would have been oh, the governor yeah, of Florida. Yeah. Do you think his hot boy ass would have opened up, <laughs> opened up the state? That's that's a real good question. You don't think so? Oh no, we have we do have to question his decision making. Speaking of our boy shit, did you hear about your boy Jesse? Oh God, no! I what forgot did he do? to send this to you. It wasn't <laughs> what nothing crazy. Did he do? It was also kind of because we hadn't heard much about the story. Mm-hmm. But I guess apparently the headline I saw because I wasn't about to read the fucking article. <laughs> <laughs> the headline I saw said that one of his attackers might have been one of his lovers. Oh, wait, I did think I saw that. They went to a, one of them bathhouses in Boys Town, didn't they? That part, like I said, I didn't read That was the headline I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse and, accused, and uh, accused assailant visited a bathhouse in Chicago uh, before the attack. That's a, that was the headline I saw. I mean, I don't know. Is he, is his, they reopened his case, right? Yeah, but I, we haven't really heard much about it. It's coronavirus. Yo, who is coming up off of Corona? That's what I want to know. Who who is this a good thing for? So obviously Jussie, that's the his, his court case. Who else is this benefiting? I think it definitely hurt Bernie. Mm. I think it definitely hurt Bernie. But it's because he didn't know how to use it to his advantage. And that's why it hurt. Yeah. He should have been, he literally, even after losing all these primaries up until the point where we, we're shutting down, everything that we're doing in reaction to this is literally Bernie's platform. So he really should have just finessed this whole moment. Instead, he kind of bitched out and dropped out. <laughs> right? I don't know why he did that shit. It doesn't make any sense. It makes no you almost, fucking sense. You're not going to run again. So you definitely got to go off. You got to shoot your shot, bro. Yeah. That's the last shot you got. Like... Worst what? case scenario, he's just gonna be the governor, or, or uh, yeah, go- was he governor? He's or a senator. Senator. Still, he's gonna stay. <laughs> he's still a senator. Still on the fries, nigga. Bro, <laughs> this nigga has been flipping fries forever. <laughs> Damn, it's kind of wild to me. I don't understand that. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Up. Who else is? Yeah, so it, it hurt Bernie. Coronavirus definitely hurt Bernie. I think. Obviously, I think it's helping Trump. For better or for worse? Really? Yeah, because he's on TV every day. These niggas on TV every day anyways. Yeah, if he not, wasn't doing this shit, he's not speaking every day. Dumbass pep rallies. I think, but that's catered literally to his base, right? So only his base is eating that up. When he's on TV every single day, that's everybody. The whole nation is watching him. And so, like, obviously the people who don't fuck with him ain't going to fuck with him. The people that do fuck with him are going to fuck with him. But all of this airtime, all this screen time that he's getting is going to affect the folks who don't know if they fuck with him or not. Mm. And that's what I'm saying. It's, it's helping him because he has opportunity to literally every single day speak and, and be a leader on, on TV. 
right? So, like, that's why when uh, Cuomo, him and Cuomo was that's, going at it, but that, that was yeah. why, right? Because Cuomo's ass was on TV every fucking day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All of the other governors, like our governor, Pritzker, he's on TV every day, too, but he ain't... No, I give a fuck. He ain't saying shit. You know what I mean? So, like, that's why I think it's helping out Trump. Who else is, who, who else is it helping? I think it's helping Adam Silver. Cuomo. Definitely help, help, helping Speaking Cuomo. Cuomo. That nigga's looking like a presidential candidate to a lot of people, even though he's not running. No, he ain't got it. <laughs> the shit with him and his brother is always hilarious. Yeah, I love that. That shit is dope as fuck. You need to call mom. <laughs> no, that shit is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I think Adam Silver is coming up because he is leading the sports world in terms of how to deal with the coronavirus. Um, that was the first league to cancel the sea, or I wouldn't say cancel the season, but stop playing. I think there's a lot of like the horse competitions and the 2k competitions that he's kind of helped just maintain the relevancy of the nba i think is really dope and then i think there's just a lot of other i mean folks have said it too we're looking at the nba right like we're <laughs> adam silver tell us what to do type shit which is which is, which i think is dope well, i think adam silver has been a pretty good commissioner anyway and rest in peace to david stern but i will never forgive that motherfucker for that chris paul Oh, uh, I'll never forgive him. Uh, I, can't, I will never forgive him for that. I can't. Oh my God, multiple. He would have yeah. been. It cost Chris Paul a championship. Chris that, Paul might still be in LA. Oh, it makes my head hurt so much. Oh my God, it makes my head hurt so much. <laughs> I, I go through it every time I think about mm. this. Show. I remember, bro. That was the. That was. That's why the Lakers have been who they have been over the last few years yeah. last five or six years because yep. of fucking davis oh my god oh. it's, it's gonna make me emotional so other, like he let the big three happen how the fuck <laughs> what are we what are we talking about here what what is happening oh, that shit was so fucking that was the i remember watching espn and seeing on the ticker Oh, David yeah. Stern blocks Chris. Oh my God! I definitely did like the boys in the hood. Cuba Junior. just punching it. In. <laughs> what the? Fuck? <laughs> that made no sense to me. I still, I, I don't know. Rest in peace to the man. But fuck, I will never ever forgive him for that shit. I'll never do. I can't. I can't. Let's let's move on. <laughs> what the fuck else? Oh, who else is coronavirus helping? Niggas selling masks. <laughs> niggas selling oh man <laughs> <laughs> this niggas doing that too it's, I mean so, it's okay. people selling ass it's definitely up in the OnlyFans okay yes we need to get into that <laughs> the essential online workers essential we need to give online workers yeah I, I actually <laughs> want to dedicate this episode to the essential okay. online workers and I came across some I didn't buy them but I just came across the ones I would buy yeah, I'm waiting for the for the leak still. I'm not spending that. It's time. it's hard to buy shit when you know it's a leak out there, and yeah. apparently the leak is still being actively shared too. I was on uh, I was on a, a Patreon discussion thread, and motherfuckers was like, "Yo, I got the link. DM me." It's like they selling it, of course. What, but like, what was the ticket on that? I think it was twenty five. That's a decent investment. It's pretty, pretty. So you gotta think about it. Twenty five dollar one time fee. Gigabytes of material. We're talking gigs. We're talking hard drives worth. As opposed to a monthly subscription, like you'll be through that shit like a month. Two subscriptions and it's over with. 
But yeah, shout out to the essential online workers. So essential online workers, who are they? That that title, I think, encompasses a lot. Yeah. Um, I think that the DJs, special yeah, shout out to D-Nice, Quest uh, Love. We had a real dope uh, Bill Weathers. Oh, nice. Tribute. Yeah, it's nice. On YouTube. Nice. I love that. That's dope as fuck. All of the, the verses, so all of the artists that have been sharing their discographies um, with the people doing it, excuse me, for the culture. Shout out to Swizz and Timbaland and Joe Budden, too, for arranging a lot of those. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to those essential online workers. Shout out to all of the people doing, like, town hall events, conversations about all kinds of shit, politics, communities, all of that shit. Those are essential online workers as well. And then shout out to the folks who visit Tory Lanez and Boosley's IGs. Uh, those are essential workers Quarantine as well. Radio. Quarantine radio, man. boy. Listen. He came up on a, on a, on a That's another person that coronavirus is helping. Yeah. Um, like, I really didn't know his personality outside of his music. I didn't know he was, like, he was a funny, silly nigga. Yeah. I just thought he was like a fake tough person because I always heard about him having beefs with people. So, like He's actually a funny, entertaining nigga. Yeah. And I fuck with him more now because of that. So he definitely is, yeah, yeah, he is a fan. Wasn't it Tory Lanez who got caught on Snapchat in a warehouse with gun, like, <laughs> with like, <laughs> with like trunks of guns? Was that Tory Lanez? This was a while ago. This was this might have been who what it was some caught on Snapchat. Bro, that's what that was the whole thing. I remember it was some rapper okay. who was like who took a selfie or something. It was on Snapchat. Some goofy shit. On some goofy shit. And I think it was Tory Lanez. It may be somebody else. I just figured out what who play what Playboy Cardi looks like. So it may oh, have been that him. No, he got caught. Cardi Playboy type niggas. One of them niggas got caught with like some lean, some weed, a couple guns, some paraphernalia. But I don't know if it was Playboy Cardi. Or was it Tory Lanez? It wasn't Tory Lanez. Somebody got caught on some dumb shit in a warehouse with cases of guns on their Snapchat. Nah, T.I. was pre-Snapchat. Yeah. I can't I can't remember who it is, but yeah, you're right actually. That's a good point. People are personalities are coming out, which is dope. Uh speaking of personalities, you can find the self medicated podcast on live every week. <laughs> yeah, check us out. Clayton County. I've been up down arrested in Clayton County, that's Atlanta. Did you get caught with bags of marijuana and three guns at X codeine, oxycodone? No. <laughs> Twelve bags of marijuana, my bad. See, that doesn't make any sense. Look at that shit. <laughs> Nigga, what the fuck? In the Lambo. Wouldn't, I don't think his tags was right, so. Aww. See, you kind of got what you get. But the essential workers, essential online workers, we have to give a shout out. How, the, the fact that we figured out how to take the strip club virtual <laughs> is incredible. That's awesome. That is. You know, when things like that happen, I, I still have hope for society, man, because we are creative and we will figure out how to get, we'll see some ass. We're going to see some ass. I don't give a fuck whether it's from a hospital bed in a pandemic 
motherfucking, <laughs> hey, we don't, we gonna see some ass, and and motherfuckers gonna throw it too. So shout out to all the essential online workers. I, I for one, appreciate you. We here at the Self Medicator Podcast appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. You're appreciated. You know what I'm saying? Secure those poles. Oh, that's what. No, we can't do that in the quarantine. Damn. I was gonna say we should start a service, a pole installation service, because I've been seeing too many poles unsafely secured yeah (laughs) and i mean i'm good at mounting tvs know what i'm saying it can't be that much different know what i'm saying you gotta just drill that shit up in there or wedge it in i'm we should that could be an essential service (laughs) pole installation i don't know just think about it just think about it (laughs) pole installation service literally we could charge Find your niche. Bro, we could charge lap debt. We don't even have to charge red. <laughs> like, yo, we can charge lap debt. Oh, no. Somebody take that and run with it, please. Um, yeah, shout out to the essential online workers. Let's see. What else did I want to talk about? Oh, all right. Let's give it. I want to get into some more toxic shit, but let's get into. Oh, I got, I got something for you. Oh, buddy. you got toxic takes? All right, let's. Toxic. This is actually. Female. Oh yes, let's get into it. Let's get into Did you, it. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a talk going around on Black Twitter, Black oh. Instagram about whether or not men are supposed to order appetizers and/or desserts. Did you see that? I did see this. What's your opinion on that? So I actually had this topic written down. This is actually a, a great segue. I didn't have that topic, but I had a. This was a great segue for the topic that I had. Um, but my opinion is, uh, I forgot I was on a podcast for a second. <laughs> I was about to destroy Shorty, but yeah, no, nah, she tweaking like that. Um, with, with this whole conversation made me think of is, uh, 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 Toxicity in the terms of the chicken and the egg. So, are women toxic and men are toxic in reaction? Or just men ain't shit and we toxic and then women are coping with it and being toxic themselves? So, it's a chicken or the egg argument. Um, This person, I would argue, is, is the chicken. Mm. <laughs> right, and she started. Chicken this is head. this. Is, yeah, exactly. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, a prime example of idiocracy on magnificent levels. When we're, we're we're sitting here talking, we're questioning the masculinity, and and deeper than that, the uh, validity as a human on this earth. We're questioning that. <laughs> Based on your cuisine choice, that what that's kind of that's kind of wild. Now the reason why she said that it what is it? You, it's, uh, what what is, what, is, what, is, what is her her reasoning? It's like you can't. It's it's feminine, I guess. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Right, dessert she, is feminine. Dessert like, is feminine. Getting appetizer, I'd rather you get two meals. Get two meals because men eat meals. That. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to. I don't even know how where the rationale there is. And actually, you know what? To be honest with you, it makes a lot of sense. 
that take actually makes a lot of sense. Because what we're talking about is, you know, when women are choosing a mate, there's a there's a list of things that have to be ticked off that they're not even conscious about. Right. And that's beyond the things that they are conscious about and, and, you know, claim and state that they want their preferences and all of that. But there's a whole lot of shit. And this is for human beings, period. But there's a whole lot of shit that you aren't aware of that your body is. That's like that will be alerted when it is in the presence of something that it likes. Right. And this is not a, uh, a male, female. This is all people in general. I've dated women that I would have. Yeah, I've dated women. I that looked like things that I would have never <laughs> said that, you know what I'm saying, was my type or whatever. And I've definitely been that for other people too. So like, you kind of don't know what you want, number one. Yeah. Number two, how dessert triggers <laughs> uh, um, uh, an unviable partner alert in your body is weird. I wonder what you have been through. Yeah, that's like something behind that. It's yeah, just something, something happened. Yeah, somebody, some, you was dating somebody and thought you were in love, and this nigga loved ice cream cones, and turned out he had a man on the side, and now you're triggered, and you can't, <laughs> <laughs> and now you can't accept men eating dessert because of what you've been through. But it's ridiculous, and you, you can't put that on other people. Now, with that being said. I do think what was more interesting than that bullshit and that ridiculous, <laughs> that ridiculous shit, what I did find interesting was what are the foods as men that we have to think about when we eat? Because that is funny as fuck. Now that I think about it, I'm sure that there's some foods that I unconsciously probably adjust how I eat it in public. Mm. And it's because of toxic women like Shorty that I have to do to do that. I just want to enjoy my food. I like ice cream cone. I like drumsticks. Yeah. That's why I got drumsticks in my freezer right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be on video <laughs> slurping it up. <laughs> right? Why you but got like, the whole cone in your mouth, bro? <laughs> trying, to get, trying to get that chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, there are certain foods that because of toxic women... I have to think about how I eat them, mm. uh, and I'm sure many men do. But again, that's not toxic. So, all right. So now we're it's it's so many layers to this conversation because now we have to expose what is toxic masculinity, mm. because a lot of things that I think a lot of folks think is toxic masculinity is actually just <laughs> men reacting to women, or at least mm. adjusting to what women saying that they want. Yeah. So like it's a it's a complicated thing here, right? Like yeah. also, have you ever heard the term toxic femininity? Nah, but I've been trying to use that more this year because I had a conversation with one of my homegirls, and we were talking about something I don't remember exactly what. But she was talking about another woman and something she said. <clears throat> and she was like, Yeah, this woman is displaying tox toxic masculinity. I'm like, nah, she that's some woman shit. That's yeah, right. I was like, how did man get involved in this? This is strictly woman responding to another woman. She's like, yeah, this is. Yeah. She didn't even want to admit that women can be toxic. She pinned it on man, which was troubling to me. That's why I'm like, I'm gonna try to use this word, this term more, because I feel like it's women needed. don't get that same criticism men get. I will tell you this right now: women don't think there's a such thing. Like, women don't just like. Uh, 
a lot of people think that, like, for example, black people can't be racist. Women don't believe that women can be toxic. And I will tell you why. Because they attribute all toxic behavior to men. That's what, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you straight yeah. up. Yeah. I've had these conversations. Yeah. I know if you want. You know the org I was involved in, so I've had these conversations. Yeah. They honestly don't believe any behavior that they exhibit that is not wholesome. They truly believe, no, I'm dead ass. They truly yeah. believe they get it from men. So they actually don't believe that toxic femininity is a thing because they don't believe that women are capable of such behaviors naturally. <laughs> the argument that they use is think about women like the nature of women. They're nurturing, they're yeah. communal, they're all of these different things that would not, their nature would not allow them to be quote unquote toxic. And so that is learned behavior from men. <laughs> That's exactly that was my reaction when I heard those like you said. Exactly. And let's go ahead and just shut this shit down. Didn't we come from women? Exactly. Didn't y'all bring us here? Yeah. Didn't y'all raise us? (laughs) Like didn't we get everything that we got it from y'all? If you claim to be a nurturer, that means we learn things from you. Consciously and subconsciously. But I'm pretty sure they want to take responsibility for the things that are seen as positive. Responsibility. That's a that's a triggering word. <laughs> Responsibility. But that all so all of that contributes to what my ultimate topic was okay. and, and women taking accountability for the lack of quality men out here. So mm. we have a lot of conversations, like you and I, we've had conversations with different folks, and at a certain point in the conversation we always have to pause and be like, hold on, wait. Mm. The niggas that you have dealt with in your life, I'm not that I can't, I can't, like, defend that. That is some bullshit. I don't, I can't explain that. I can't argue with you from that standpoint. Literally just happened to me a couple hours before you got here. (laughs) So, like, that's the thing. And we we find ourselves having to caveat conversations like, no, I'm actually uh, a self-confident, mature, (laughs) reasonable adult human being with, like, a certain world perspective that you clearly may have never been exposed to understood that's fine that's not your necessarily your fault True. but it kind of is you, why is it so if you are on the one hand women claim to be the nurturers the the um the lifeblood of the family right like the ones that hold it all together and this is very very very, very true but why are you then not responsible for the byproducts of your nurturing Right. If you're raising men, if you have sons or nephews or grandsons or something, and these are the men that go out into the world who create, end up creating concepts like toxic masculinity. What role is the nurturer playing Mm. in developing that? Mm. Right. Like because you either have to be accountable a lot for it or you have to say that you suck at nurturing. It's what you gotta admit to something. You have to admit to something. Now, with all that being said, obviously it's a lot of ain't shit ass niggas out here. Niggas need to be accountable. Like, get your shit together. Be a man. Step up. Do the shit that you're supposed to do. Be responsible. Be accountable. Be a man of your word. Say what you're going to do and do it. All of that shit is true. I'm not 
denying or dismissing any of that. I'm focusing on the nurturers for a second <laughs> <laughs> because I think that nurturing. What is it in in, in uh, sociology? The, the one of the main concepts is nature versus nurture, yeah. right? <laughs> and if you're building the environment that a person is raised in, instilling in them the values, it's. I'm just saying it's your fault. Like it's it's it, it, the environment. The nature and the nurture comes from you. It's your fucking fault. It is. It is. Now it's on us to learn and adapt and like yeah. we have to figure that shit out and like save ourselves. <laughs> I guess to a certain extent. Which but goddamn. Difficult because you don't realize sometimes you have issues. Exactly. People exactly. In general. No, that's some real shit. Yeah. But I wonder why do women not want to be accountable for all the ancient men in the world? Because a lot of the ancient men I know. Are raised by single mothers. <laughs> Hello. Like, damn near. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. And they have some real interesting tendencies that I don't particularly agree with. Yeah. The, one, the couple that I have as friends, and we have a lot of conversations about some of the shit they do. A lot of it, I, it might be a lack of not having a father, but also it's kind of a byproduct of them being raised by just their mother. I think that this is uh, this is one topic that I would have loved to have women in here for because I gotta hear y'all defend this shit. Part two next week. Yeah, because because you have to defend this, all right? You can't. This is not something that you can just be like, true. No, you have to like you have to say something, right? Like you have to defend this because you like this. The the angle that I'm approaching this from is putting a lot of accountability, I guess. Mm on the women for the byproducts but like i need to hear where that breakdown is right like where do you feel no longer responsible for the type of men that come that right that that ends up developing like where because i want to hear that disconnect because it's we hear women talk about all the time it's not no good man that's why they're single mothers why they broke up with their baby their baby daddy ain't shit we, i get all of that but let's also talk about like the choices you know what no let's not do that <laughs> I think we get that this is this is good enough. I want to hear. I want to. I want. I want to hear from some women. Know the ledge, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to hear from some women about your explanation. I want. I want to hear that because I think I'm making a compelling point. There's a breakdown somewhere in nature and you're responsible for naturing and nurturing a person. So like, where do you, where are you no longer responsible for what that person is? That's the question that I want to know. Um, yeah, I, I, and I need answers too because it doesn't make any sense. We gotta work together on improving the quality of men out here. And if y'all are the ones fucking nature and nurturing them, goddamn, you can't like. Can't have both ways. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 work together on this. <laughs> yeah, let's work together on this. Also. We talked about nudes last week, <laughs> which brought up an interesting <laughs> discussion in my home. Uh, is watching porn cheating? Nah, I don't think so. Because, in my opinion, I don't know what everybody uses porn for, but I've always heard porn is like kind of the fantasy version of what you want sexually not necessarily something you want in real life but it's just the fantasy that's why you go to porn and get it because you might not want it in real life but you get your rocks off watching it online okay 
some niggas are probably into some weird ass shit that I'm assuming they don't want to ask their girl for and the girl won't do it. So what are they going to do in those scenarios? Like, yeah. <laughs> you rather them go see another woman? That will do it. <laughs> be into being with a dominatrix or some shit. Yeah. Uh, I think this is interesting because I feel like there's a few different takes here, right? So, like, I've heard niggas say that, like, if a girl uses a toy, that's like cheating, right? If she, if she has, if she has toys, like, are you... That's not some young nigga shit. Uh, you would think. I'm uh, lazy, man. I don't... Like, yeah, help me. <laughs> like, help. Why am I making it harder on myself? Exactly. It's a whole machine for this. Right. <laughs> like... Come on, they made a cotton gin <laughs> like, to make it better and faster. <laughs> right, come on, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> by hand? No, so by all means, bring bring some, I need some help. <laughs> um, but I do know men, and they're not necessarily just young men who like uh-huh. feel away about their girl having toys because it, this is pure toxic masculinity. They, they feel emasculated because their girl can get pleasure from something else. It's fucking crazy. But at this, on the other side of that coin is women feeling like it's cheating because you have fantasies about someone other than them. Which clearly, obviously, everybody understands that that translates into you don't love them. <laughs> because you don't have, your fantasies don't involve them. So, do they understand the definition of a fantasy? Don't ask me what they understand. <laughs> do not. I'm the wrong one. I'm the wrong. I don't know. I don't fantasy know. is supposed to be this thing you get every day, anytime you want. Yeah, it. like. It's not a fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I don't think. And to be fair, like the Haitian sensation is starting to get a fan base. She doesn't think this either, but this was a conversation that we had. But like, no, I don't think that watching porn is cheating. No. In fact. I think that more people should watch porn without their significant other. Maybe they would cheat less. I mean, I don't know about you, but when you bust a nut, you, you think clearer, right? Like, it changes your decision making. I, I have learned that watching porn can be different for guys than it can be for women. Mm. Like, a couple of women I've talked to, like... Oh yeah, this is good. Yeah, this is good. This, <laughs> let's get into this. The woman I talked, a couple of women I talked to about this, like they feel very unsatisfied. Like they don't achieve what they wanted to accomplish. They don't feel as satisfied as I think. At least myself. I don't know about other guys, but at least myself. When I watch porn, I'm good. Like I don't have those cravings or desires anymore. It doesn't intensify. Right. Well, some women they have the opposite, where they still have that desire and it intensifies, and they're like, I need someone else to provide this orgasm for me this porn isn't doing it but for me i'm like, nurture yeah i'm, I'm good <laughs> like, I don't, yeah like, these risky decisions i might have made before I'm yeah i don't good. need to do that so yeah so maybe more people should watch porn but that's interesting because yeah in a similar way i know a lot of women who need like the whole they need to know why people are fucking right <laughs> like you can't just be fucking the fuck <laughs> like, right yeah. they need to know how did this happen? How did we get here? Type shit. And I can understand that. They need the storyline to get into it. I can, I can totally understand that and sympathize with that. But me as a nigga, I just, I'm just trying to nut. I don't give a fuck about these people. I'm just trying to get it. I'm just trying to get a nut. I don't care how y'all met. I don't care what you said to get in the draws. I don't care about none of that. But that's obviously not the same for everybody. True, true. Yeah, all right. So let's get into 
let's take a break from toxicity and get into some music. A bunch of new music came out this week. Let's start with the ones we both listened to, West Side Gun Project. What's it called? Something? Pray for Paris? Pray for Paris, yeah. Which I thought is funny because, like, Paris Ben got over the shit they went through. Like, <laughs> right? We also some whole other shit. Another tragedy. <laughs> I forgot, yeah, that nigga shot up some, something out there, right? I think they did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Paris. But the album was dope. I fucking like the album a lot. Mm-hmm. West Side Gun, boom, 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 boom. Favorite ad-lib? Absolutely. And what's dope about that ad-lib is he didn't come up with it. <laughs> he, he expanded it, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he really took that and ran with it, which I appreciate. West Side Gun has one of the most uh, unique voices in rap, for sure. That mm-hmm. that high-pitched, kind of squirrely mm-hmm. type shit. He sounds so young in the voice, right? Like he said, like, one of the young niggas rapping with the OGs. Yeah, yeah. It's really good, though. And I, and I like West Side's story, too. Ah, pun. West Side, <laughs> West Side Gun, whatever they call him. That West Side Gun is a long name to say every time. Yes. West. When, what I appreciate about yeah, Wes's story is he's not he wasn't originally a rapper. He like his niggas made him rap. He was a manager. Because um, one of them got locked up, right? Yep. He had to fill he had to fill in. Yeah. So yeah, I fucks with it. Pray for Paris, a dope ass album. Um, I think I've spoken about this on this podcast, but like just my appreciation for real rap, mm-hmm. that like real hip hop grungy shit, and the fact that there's still a lane for that, and it's still. People doing it well, I so appreciate that. I, I I believe that hip-hop takes all kinds. You need the funny, you need the gangster, you need the real, you need all of that shit. Um, and, and for a nice little minute there, that shit was missing. Uh, the, the Griselda aesthetic was missing from hip-hop for a nice, almost damn near a fucking decade. So I'm, so I'm glad that it's alive and well. Shout out to West Side Gun. What did you think of the album? I fucked with it, man. Um, I really... I think my favorite song on there so far after a couple of listens was uh, $500 Ounces. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other tracks on, like, tracks on there I fucked with that Jay Versace thing was definitely surprising to me. Because I didn't notice it at first. Somebody hit me up and was like, yeah, because I posted the album on uh, the, the Instagram. And somebody was like, yeah, did you hear that song Jay Versace produced? I'm like, Jay Versace. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I was like, we talk about the same person? It's like, yeah. And I looked at the credits and it was on there. Shut sure. <clears throat> I was kind of shocked them niggas was working with him. Because, like, if I were to guess some niggas that would be homophobic. Probably not. <laughs> some, them drug dealing ass right. niggas. So I appreciate, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I appreciate their openness yeah. to work with different producers. Because they even had a Tyler, the Creator uh, song on there. Yeah. feature. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did he do one of the beats. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. I can see him working with that, especially something that was like earlier production. Yeah. It was kind of sound like real grimy, Tetris, loaf, Tetris, treacherous, lo-fi sounding production. Do you like this better than the Hitler Wears Hermes? I haven't listened to that shit. What? What's I got is your boy. Benny the Butcher. Oh, okay. I definitely <laughs> like, almost snapped my neck. Like, nigga, what? You they also just put so much goddamn shit out. So much. <laughs> like, it's, it's a lot, it's of, music a lot of music them niggas put yeah, out. Yeah. That is true. How long have these niggas been active, active? I don't know. Them niggas are like in their mid-30s, though. So That's what I'm saying. They older. 10 years. Maybe they, like, stopped selling drugs and was like, all right, we just going to rap now. And, like, just recently started doing that. Yeah. 
Because I don't remember. These niggas have not been around for five years. Nah, I feel like I've only known about them for at least the most two years. Yeah. I just might be out of tune because them niggas is from Buffalo. Nobody really is like on top of the music coming out of Buffalo. You it's still New York, though. But it's Buffalo. It is Buffalo. <laughs> you don't think yeah, of I rap can't. when you think of Buffalo. <laughs> That's true. You just think of fucking wings. Wings, right. <laughs> nah, that is true. Other music, you didn't listen to the Baby's album yet, right? I did not. I like it. The Baby's album is called Blame It On Baby. Um, Blame It On Baby. So this is, I actually have an interesting take on this. So this album, I actually like it a lot. It's very different. He fucks around with a lot of sounds and like is experimenting a lot. One of his criticisms was like all his beats kind of sounded the same. And it's nice that he switched it up a little. Yeah, it's, it's dope that he switched it up. These songs are very different. Um, it's some it's some bangers on here. The fucking Meg the Stallion and the Shanti song is kind of dope. It's called I Baby. Okay, yeah, I didn't hear that. Okay, it, I was interested. Oh no, it's called Nasty. But all she says is Baby, Baby, Baby over, over and over again. Like it's a Shanti. Her old song is it a sample or is it? Kind of. Okay. It's like a Tory Lanez type sample. It's like kind of a sample, <laughs> but it's shit. yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. That song is dope. The song with Roddy Rich, Rockstar is dope as fuck. It's an interesting collaboration. My problem though is why is he putting this out right now? His last album was six months ago, and this is in terms of sophomore albums. You saying it? No, this is it. That's what I'm saying. You didn't have to do this yet. You could have. You literally could have waited. Now, there's a lot to say about that. You could say, oh, maybe he's betting on himself, and like maybe he's about to go the Lil Wayne route and just put a bunch of shit out, just projects on projects. The risk there is saturating the market, A, and people getting tired of your sound, and somebody like the baby has a very unique sound. True. So there's that. The other thing is, nigga, that that the Kirk album was it, it was a really good album. You can yeah. still be riding that out for a little bit. Yeah. So like maybe because it's quarantine and he was just sitting on these shits and wanted well, to put it out, well, or like my only argument for him is like his music. Him in particular seems like summer music. Mm. Up tempo, hard hitting, fun, energetic. Like his shit came out last year. Yep. It came out when it was cold. That's true. His shit you want to hear in the summertime, blasting out of cars. So I think he might be, if we have a fucking summer, I think he's going for the summer hit. Like gotcha. I haven't listened to the album, so I don't know what are the standouts outside of the Shanti and the Meg joint, but. That's what I'm assuming he's going for. Yeah, it's a, it's a summer-sounding album, for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it definitely is. So that makes a lot of sense to me. And you still don't have to put this shit out there. You could have <laughs> kept this shit. Did some singles? Some I mean, I would. Project. I don't even think he, he can still be riding off of Kurt. That's, what, that's my whole point. He At this point, six months after his debut album, I don't think you really need no new content right now. I mean, it worked for DMX. We're talking about DMX. But DMX, <laughs> DMX. Become DMX so he did that though. Okay. That was part of his legend. Was like this nigga dropped two albums in the same year and they both went platinum. Okay. I don't know. He, he probably go platinum on both of these shits. His last one I think went platinum. Last one went platinum. Yeah. My concern is that this one. So and also the baby got a lot of a lot of. Uh, heat on him too, cause that whole, that uh, whole, slapping that yeah. yeah. So that, like, that, he you gotta say about Corona, cause nobody talking about that shit anymore. 
You must have either just paid it off or the. Well, I'm hearing people say, yeah, I'm not listening to that baby album. I'm I'm hearing people say that. That's why I'm saying maybe he's feeling like, oh, shit, people are starting to not fuck with me. Uh, Let me put some more music out (laughs) so they can continue fucking with me. Good music can make you forget some shit. That's true. See Chris Brown. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Point to me. I I don't know where you stand with this. I think I do. I'm just curious. Are you one of those people that can't separate the art from the artist? Or are you... You don't care. Depending, I feel like it also kind of depends on what it is exactly mm-hmm. you've been doing. It depends on if your uh, art is inspired by how you actually are. I think the baby makes some slapping music. Like. Absolutely. <laughs> but my thing is, I don't have no problem with how the baby behaves. Okay. To be honest with you, I honestly don't. Uh, I don't. Obviously, you can't be slapping women, right? Like you can't do that. Um, and you're wrong for that. You should suffer those consequences. At the same time, the man was hit in the face and didn't see who hit him. <laughs> so his reaction is this week back. You also got to think about, you got to understand, bro, the baby, the PTSD that this man has to be that up under. Has gone through some He's shit, gone bro. through some fuck. He had to kill someone in Walmart in front of his kids. Like, yeah. we're talking about someone who's been through some shit. So getting... Bro. Popped in the face by someone that you don't know who it is. They're just popping you in the face. I could I could imagine that's going to elicit some. True. That can be triggering. I'm sure. And then other than that, uh, uh, he beat up the fucking valet person for taking pictures of him and his daughter. Like you can't tell people where I'm at, nigga. We could get robbed. That's a safety concern. Especially after that shit you just mentioned from no Walmart. Exactly. So like I don't feel bad for him for that. Uh, uh, the other allegation is that he he robbed the promoter on the side of the street, took his shit. Uh, allegedly, the promoter didn't pay him, so how can you rob someone for your own thing? Like, True. none of the shit that I've seen him go through, Shout like, OJ. yeah, right. <laughs> like, all of the things that I've seen, maybe he's handled them in an immature way, True. but I don't think anything he's done is like. Wildin', it it's seems not, to be all yeah. be justified. Maybe sure. not handled in the best way, but like, I don't really, I'm not mad at him for none of the shit that he's done, honestly. So that's that's I don't know, that's just me yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, but then you have somebody like R. Kelly mm. who is living his work, his songs, like them song, them freaky ass songs, was inspired by underage women. So like, no, I can't separate that. That's crazy too, because he had Michael Jackson sing one of them songs that was inspired by underage women. Wow. So like, I don't know. I think it's definitely a case by case situation. Like, I, I can't all like I can absolutely separate Doctor Hustle from Bill Cosby. One thousand percent. The Cosby Show is lit. <laughs> like that's what that's what shit. But yeah. I can definitely separate that. That nigga Bill was wildin', bro. He was wildin'. No, yeah, no, no, no. Watch, wildin' ain't the word. Listening to the what is this shit called? It's like a article. I mean, a podcast from one of these news papers and they're talking about some of the shit he did it was so fucking wild he'll like manipulate a young girl get her drunk take advantage of her then hit her up I'm like yeah I'm in town again <laughs> and like then he'll holler at the mother was like oh yeah I want to do this for your daughter I want to pay for her to go to school like the parents would know everybody would know but nobody really did anything yeah, shit weird and like this one woman I think she was she had to I don't want to victim blame, but she was on some dumb shit. Like, she was like, you know, the first time I went over there, he gave me something to drink. I'm not really a drinker, and I got drunk. 
and you know I blame myself for that she's like the second time it happened again and like you know I just was like man I gotta stop drinking and she's like but the third time that's when I feel like, you really, nigga? Listen. <laughs> I'm not going to make the blame, like, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> right, but goddamn. <laughs> Fool me once or whatever George Bush said. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once. Shame on... Shame on you. <laughs> you fool me, we can't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> fool me can't get fooled again <laughs> um yeah so that <laughs> uh that's a lot let's see did you get to the dream album i did not boy i damn near boy i have any children so. i damn near almost had one almost conceived <laughs> one that dream album is good it's good i would definitely recommend setting vibes it don't sound like something you can just listen to anywhere at any time. No, I had to stop it. I started it, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This is damn near inappropriate. <laughs> Nighttime, like, low lights type of shit. Yeah, you don't want to be alone with this, preferably with someone you would like to have sex with. <laughs> this is, this is, okay. it's it's that. And it's, it's that off the first listen, too. You don't even got to, you could just play it, you turn it on, <laughs> get busy. <laughs> Like, I mean, that's, that's his pocket. Though, yeah, so. it is. It is. It's really good. I fucks with it heavy. I did not get to the Division album, though. That was the one I didn't get to. You've listened to it. Yeah, I gave it a, a listen. I, I fucked with it, man. I fuck with Division in general. Mm -hmm. But to me, I would say this album seems like they've grown a bit as far as, like, diversity of their sound. Mm. It's like they've incorporated a little bit of reggae. It's like some shit that sounded kind of like juke music, kind of house, up-tempo. Okay repetitive which i didn't expect from them it was kind of some of the songs were like floating to the other songs which i always appreciate hearing that so it was nice to see them kind of switch it up a little bit more with the production and the sound of their music mm -hmm. so i would say definitely check it out when you get a chance That's just, I just feel summer music is some of the songs some of them i would say they kind of borrowed from the baby where they got like kind of want some summer vibes like chill lecture drive windows down some of the shit is on along the lines with Dream was kind of sexier, like the Greedy song in particular mm -hmm. was really good as far as like setting the mood. But yeah. yeah. Is there any other music coming out soon that you're excited for? I've noticed they've been putting, uh, they've been putting Futures mixtapes on title. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Okay, I thought I was the only person to notice Nah, that. I appreciate that shit. I, I fucks with Future. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. So yesterday, speaking of music, yesterday... I was on, speaking of the Google Hangouts that I fucking hate doing, but we was on a Google Hangout last night and got into a Drake versus Future versus battle, a, 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 a song battle. Now, battle? so here are the sliders that we put on this competition. Okay. One was you cannot do songs uh, with them two on it. So like you, you can play features, but you can't play songs where they are featured together, right? Okay. So that takes away a whole mixtape, a couple other songs. Mm -hmm. Life is good, obviously, right? And then, I think it was one other caveat, but it wasn't as important. The, oh, and then it was the number of songs. So we originally started with 10. Okay, so now, how did this work out? Did you have your 
where somebody like Future or somebody was Drake and you just did a 10 song battle or? So I was Drake. Okay. This other person was Future. Uh, I started the rounds. Okay. And originally we were supposed to only go to, I think 10 or 20 or something like that. But 10 or it, 20? 20 rounds? Yeah. Damn, nigga. <laughs> and listen, we got we were drinking and shit yeah, and having like fun, so it ended up being more than that. Wow. Like I think we just kept score through twenty. Yeah. But after a while, but the thing, my point is, future, he can hang with Drake with ten songs. He can't. Now. Um, okay, I would have to been there. Yeah, you you definitely would have had to I been there. So the biggest, I only really fuck with Dirty Sprite too, as far as future projects and maybe Beast Mode. Future got some shit now. I haven't listened to everything this brother because he puts out at a crazy pace. And a ridiculous amount. So a couple of things. One, obviously Drake came out before Future, like maybe two years, two mm. or three years before Future. If I remember correctly, Did comeback season was oh seven. Oh, okay. Did we count that as This is the first project? Nobody was listening to Drake then. Yes, I was listening to Drake. I listened to that when How it came out. How many other people do you know that were listening to Drake? A lot. Yeah, because... Where were you at? Where were you at? In Atlanta. Actually, I was in Atlanta in 09, mm-hmm. which is when Future came out. Was the it first... Yeah, it was like 08 or 09. The first Future mixtape that I could find came out in 09. Because I guess I'm, I'm thinking of like songs that made them popular and what year those were. I feel like Future wasn't in like, what's it, Voila, Magic. Magic. The, uh, the same damn time. Same damn time. But that was two, three years later. After they debuted. Okay. After he debuted. Okay. I, like to, I like to think about when they popped onto the scene. So okay. like, for example, if we look back, we're going to look at Kirk as the baby's first album. So we can't dismiss that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I think- His first album? For sure. This is a baby walker rape, whatever. Those are mixtapes though. Okay, you don't count that. I'm I'm but that's well, what I'm saying. Like, how do you count the Drake one? For the baby, I wouldn't count it because oh, okay, I got you. Okay, I got you. you see what I'm saying? I wouldn't count those because literally nobody knew who the fuck he was doing those mixtapes. People knew who the fuck Drake was when he dropped comeback season. Because they knew of his celebrity. Because of his they knew who the fuck he was. It wasn't like a typical Random mixtape drop. People didn't listen to that shit. I think a lot of people li- <laughs> like the nigga Hold from Degrassi is rapping. The light skinned nigga from the- <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> maybe this like the the age gap is is something here because I remember niggas rushing to that for that same reason like this nigga from Degrassi is rapping. I gotta hear that yeah, shit. I didn't watch Degrassi, so that didn't I didn't either. Influence how I viewed him. Let me see comeback season. I always like to look at the uh, downloads on that piff. Because I only got it from, I only learned about him because I used to fuck with Trey Songs and her replacement girl. Yeah. And then nigga dropped um, So Far Gone. I was like, this shit is fire. And I sent that to everybody I knew. And none of them niggas knew who Drake was. So that's why I didn't realize maybe how popular he was in other cities. I know Chicago niggas wasn't really not fucking like that. And this is actually very interesting. So on on that piff, comeback season has not even been downloaded a million times. Really? Yeah, that's very interesting. But comeback season was the shit though. Yeah, the Barry Bonds freestyle bitch is crazy. Give you with good with Trace on. Come on. True. Underdog. Mm. 
Missing you? This 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 shit bang. I'm actually probably gonna revisit that today. Mm. <laughs> Comeback season was lit. But yeah, that that was that was my point. Uh oh, and the other thing is I was Drake. I didn't play nice for what? I didn't play God's play. I didn't play Yeah. I didn't play Hotline. Oh, I might have played Hotline Blink at the end. After like S throwaway. But like if you take away those crossover hits, the the white people hits then Future and Drake would be an interesting cultural battle. It would be entertaining. They both got some bangers. And especially if you limit it to 10 or 15 songs. The more you keep going, obviously Drake is going to win. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, if we go... Yeah, you're right. If we go longer, Drake is going to win that. Even though Future has more material, I feel like. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> he don't get as many bangers, as many hits. Yeah. But he got some shit, though. Uh, uh, same damn time, magic, turn on the lights. Oh, I forgot about that one. Fucking oh, stick talk, free cove, mask off, mask off, March Madness. Oof. Future got some shit now. And then fucking March Madness stuff. That was so that was the whole thing. Like hood hit Drake don't have Drake don't have nothing fucking with March Madness. Think about that. There's artists who have bigger songs. I have songs that Drake cannot fuck with. True. Um, Cause that was the thing. I was the, I was like, all right, I know once you play March Madness that you have nothing else to play. So like, <laughs> so like, I was just playing like sleeper shits, right? <laughs> just waiting on him to play. I was like, God damn, this nigga ain't played March Madness yet. <laughs> fuck. Uh, but yeah, there's there's nothing touching March Madness unless you want to add like a God's Plan, or but that's a different type of different type of hit it's not a cultural yeah, hit yeah march madness will live for and it's always getting played at a picnic yeah, well, Charlemagne called the hood national anthem. yeah <laughs> yeah meek mill uh dreams and nightmares those are two are like head to head yeah i would like to see a meek and future battle meek and future nah yeah. future or washington i feel like this is going to be the same scenario where you're like clearly drake will win this one it might be more competitive than what you think yeah a drake and future Future of two chains? I think I hmm. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Dreadhead, the battle of the dreadhead niggas from Atlanta. <laughs> Tall dreadhead niggas. <laughs> they used to sell drugs. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will see that. I will watch that. That'd be that'd be pretty entertaining. Yeah. I mean and it, of course at the end with with two chains, you gotta say, do you include player circle? Is it mm, Teddy Boy? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants Can you can you do <laughs> Titty Boys discography yeah, in there as well? Yeah, you gotta throw that in there. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Even if I that's one that I wouldn't even care who won. I just want to hear all them songs. Like that would be just a good set of songs to play back and I forth. Future like and Meek. Uh, two chains will have the advantage because he just has more personality than Future. So this would be more entertaining. I know he's gonna be Wait a minute. jokes. Can we say that? That what? Two Chains has more personality. Who has more kids? With they get fucking in personality. This is what as far as a battle would be entertaining. Like, is he gonna be fucking bitches? <laughs> like, how is that gonna be entertaining? I'm thinking more so of like the charisma and ability to entertain. I guess Future barely talks, but when he does, it's hilarious. 
And yeah, also, Two Chains has a show, and that nigga don't talk on his own fucking show. This show is hilarious. His show is hilarious, but he—he's not. A lot of that is editing, though. It's a lot of editing. He don't say much. He's cause number one, he's fucking high as fuck. He's too high to speak a lot of times. But like, he's not his um his like the type of entertainment that he provides is like quick little one liners or just a clever That's what you quick to be battle though. Yeah. You don't want to, I mean, but what I'm saying cool, is, that what I'm saying is, Future might be able to hang with those one liners. Saying some some slick, toxic shit. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, like some women dancing in the background or some shit like that, as far as like hiring essential value. online workers. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> with mask on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Lori Harvey gonna bust in, whooping that nigga out. <laughs> <laughs> Are they, is she still with? I don't know what's going on. Up, well, quarantine has probably definitely fucked up her. Uh, Ooh, cause she was uh, she was on a little was, roll, wasn't yeah, she? She was having a run. Damn. She had like her own March Madness. Oh man, pun. Look her at that. March Madness was like tournament of niggas. She was running through. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Lori. Um, yeah, no. Damn, quarantine did fuck her over, bro. She, she was on she a was legendary run. This yeah. <laughs> this 2020 was her year for real. For real, for real. Let's see. Where are we at? Let's do some Florida Man. First, I have to give an honorable uh, Florida Man honorable mention. There was a person who got uh, released from jail because of the coronavirus and went back in the same day. <laughs> <laughs> like committed another crime and went right back to fucking. It wasn't a dude in the parking lots, huh? It wasn't a dude in the parking lots from a couple weeks ago. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That nigga was truck sticking parked cars. Is that the way you talk about? Oh yeah, no, it wasn't him. I don't know. That was clearly drug induced. What was that? What what kind of drug does that? That's like a meth thing, man. Like. I feel like see I don't want to I uh, good rule of thumb stay front stay away from drugs that give you energy yeah. right like <laughs> you know that's <laughs> like you fam <laughs> relax what about Molly Molly doesn't get mm. don't get tired nigga I don't know. It's not like a That's true. It's different though. Get, true. You don't get tired though. It doesn't give you energy, but you definitely don't lose it. Yeah. Right? Uh I would imagine meth mm. is gonna be like one of those I need to like whoa, I need to do something type shit. Like okay. Right? Like that's one of them um, you're, you're not gonna do coke you're not gonna do a line and watch a movie. Right, like you're gonna go do something. You yeah, know what I mean? Line and try to rewrite the movie. Exactly, or act it out. Like fuck it, I'm go, I'm doing the stunts on this. <laughs> right? like, this shit. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good rule of thumb. Stay away from drugs that give you energy, unless you're depressed and need some energy, I guess. But don't take drug advice from me. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but also stay away from drugs that give but you also, energy. This is a self-medicate podcast. So it is. Whatever you need to do. Self-medicate. <laughs> Get yourself together. <laughs> Get yourself together. All right, so Florida man for 420. That has to be, it's got to be some good shit. Ooh. You got any 420 plans before we uh, get into the... There's a couple of virtual smoke sessions, mm. which I think are dumb as fuck. 
like it's I was about to say dope as fuck. <laughs> no, it was dumb. This shit is so fucking dumb. I can't. I can't. Cause guess what? Guess what I'm gonna do when I leave here? I'm gonna go sit on my couch. Smoke weed anyways. Roll up. Probably <laughs> get on Instagram or watch some on Netflix. I don't need my laptop or my computer screen on so people can watch me doing that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I'm not changing. I can't socialize through this fucking webcam. No, you over there doing what you doing. Do that. <laughs> like, I don't want to watch you doing what you would. Fam, no, no, no. It makes I'm sorry. I can't get with it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Now, if we're talking about something, right? Like, we're having a conversation, mm-hmm. like a work meeting, or, or like if we're having a production meeting for the, for the pod, or... I just want to catch up or something like that, then we have something to talk about and I can see the value of being face-to-face and having, like, being able to read your body language and talk. I can understand that. But to hang out? Like, to chill? No, 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 no. That has to stop. That has to stop immediately. Because what's the value of having anyone in your life? What's the value of... No, seriously. What's the value of literally being in the presence of anyone? If you could just do what you... Like, nah, that shit's weird, bro. (laughs) That shit is fucking weird. I don't know. I can't. Mm. I can't wrap my hand around it. Fair enough. All right. Are you ready for this one? Oh yeah. Actually, you know what? Let's do a let's do a two for one, because I can't pick between these two. <laughs> Four twenty two for one. So Florida man found asleep in Taylor Swift's bed. What? Charged with stalking. Bad bed is comfortable as fuck. Probably king size for sure. Which people bed? California king. Or it's too like whatever the fuck Shaq had. So they had like two California kings put, put together. together. Shaq's oh, long shit. ass can lay across it horizontally, vertically, and still have, not have his feet hanging off. That's pretty incredible. Shout out to what's that? What's that uh, Instagram page? Room porn. Uh yeah. That's a great. I love that page. That shit is dope. I, I saw a big ass bed on there. That was like it's not classified. It was clearly a custom like <laughs> room size bed. <laughs> <laughs> But so yeah, Florida man faces charges after he allegedly broke allegedly. If you see, this is what I don't understand about the word allegedly either. He was clearly <laughs> broken to the fucking. She he was in her bed. He didn't allegedly <laughs> break into the home. I mean, I guess it is allegedly broke in. He could have been let in. That is true. So I take that back. But no, nah, that nigga was in her bed, bro. Ain't no allegedly. <laughs> that ever happens to you? Waking up to someone in my bed? Yes. Coming home to someone in your bed. Coming that you didn't home. Know that was gonna be in your bed. I know the story you're talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Definitely happened to me. <laughs> yeah. So is it story time right now? I've definitely come home. This is funny. So I've definitely come home to someone in my bed that I had no idea had access to my home. <laughs> uh, it was meant as a like pleasant surprise. But I was not prepared. Nah. Nah, I was not ready for that. Nah. I don't think showing up at anybody's house unannounced is ever a pleasant no, surprise. No, 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 no. I wasn't. It was, I mean, it was meant to be like, it was a thing, right? Like, I literally walked into my room and Shorty was in lingerie in my bed. But like, under certain circumstances, she could have got shot. Right? <laughs> like, that could have, that's probably not the best way you want to surprise somebody. No, it's 
Yeah, I'm having flashbacks now. That shit was scary. Also, I was I was also not shit at the time. So I was less so. Yeah, I was less. Honestly, let's just be transparent here. I was a little less concerned about a random. Nah, she wasn't random, but about how she got in, than the fact that damn. Oh man, I'm so glad I've grown and matured. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was. I was definitely more worried about that. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, we should start doing um, weekly story time. Mm. Yeah, you go ahead and do that, brother. I'm not such myself. So <laughs> <laughs> you play. I think, I think we should. No, nah, man, I can't do it by myself. I'm not gonna be the only one. Only one sharing. That's your podcast, brother. <laughs> Come on, you're not. You don't. You're not willing to share. I have to maintain my political connections. Some but it's I your truth, share. though. Like, I can share the story of how somebody woke, I woke up, came to my home, somebody's in my bed. There's other stories I can't share because. I mean, I think within reason, obviously. Right. I'm not going to share anything on here that's going to get me, like, fired exactly. or anything like that. Yeah, because niggas be wild at my job. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to share these stories. Like, I'm going to share safe stories, but they're going to be. I got some wild ass stories, though. So. I th- I th- I, you, come on, commit to sharing safe stories. Yeah, one day I'll tell more of my fuckboy stories. <laughs> niggas was wildin', bro. But anyway, this guy was in Taylor Swift's bed. Um, in her Tribeca home, yeah. Um, so when the police arrived, they found a ladder up to the broken window. Buddy ass was asleep in Taylor Swift's bed, and he had also used the shower. Mm. Respect that. I mean, at least it was clean. Somebody's bed dirty as hell. That's true. Climbing up ladders and shit. That brother was respectful, man. Props to him. He's definitely a white man, though. That's weird. His name is Roger Alvarado. <laughs> but apparently, Taylor Swift got some weird stalker stories. With him? No, just oh. in general. Okay. Earlier that same month, a Connecticut man was arrested for robbing a bank and driving to her mansion where he threw the cash over the fence to impress her. What? Yeah. Like, niggas is wildin' for that girl with that super flat ass. She don't got no body. Like, you gonna risk it all. And she can't even sing for real like that. What is, what's to her? Why do, why do people like, is she like a, just a goofy white girl? Is that what it is? Like, did America grow up with her type shit? I think so, because she started singing when she was a teenager. Ah, who cares? Taylor Swift. Um, Kanye, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now this one is good. This one is good. Why is it only a partial article, though? That nigga looks. Yeah. The half beard. Well, that's the that's the the <laughs> the headline. Half bearded Florida man spends four twenty in jail for selling marijuana the night before. That's reasonable. I mean, there's a lot, but I want to know why. That's all they're giving me. This is literally all they're giving me. Is this the oh oh that's why this is the myfloridamanstory.com. I want to hear the actual story. Half bearded man, four twenty. I gotta hear the story. Here we go. Here we go. Kevin Gibson. I wouldn't buy no kind of weed from that nigga. No. <laughs> that nigga. You like the type of nigga to sell you the weed and what the fuck? I saw that too. That's <laughs> you like the type of nigga to sell you the weed and rob you. Right. Yeah, no, they're not telling us what's happening. But this one, most outrageous mugshots. 
This is interesting. Yeah, shout out to Florida, man. There's some tearing up the internet, the hot streets of the internet about Florida. There's a picture of the state, I think, or no. What is the fucking thing? It says something like, um, if you had to choose one state to get rid of, <laughs> why <laughs> Florida? <laughs> that shit is hilarious, man. Shit. All right, I think that's about it. As always, tune in wherever you tune in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. That's what it is. Uh, we got the official self-medicated podcast playlist on Spotify. Um, we are on all DSPs except for title till we get there. So just type in the self-medicated podcast. Uh, shout out to Justin for keeping our, our legendary Instagram up and running. It's fucking fantastic. It's so entertaining. I love it. It's, it's literally... <laughs> I be checking for our podcast IG. It's so good. It's so good. Follow us at yes. Follow us at the Self Med Pod. Keep sending sending us your beats if you want to get clowned on our story too. Oh, yeah, a bunch of them we'll do later on today. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's going there. So yes, uh, on behalf of Young Popular Friendly, uh, <laughs> the Captain of the Igloo, Justin, uh, I am your host, the Wayfarer, aka Charlie, aka Young Quentin Quarantino. And this is your self-medicated podcast. We out here. So far, the UN has found nothing, but President Bush counters with this. The nigga bought aluminum tubes. Do I need to tell you what the fuck you can do with an aluminum tube? Aluminum. They don't skate. Fine. I didn't want to say this. The motherfucker bought some yellow cake, okay, in Africa. He went to Africa and he bought yellow cake. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>